Hello, and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies. I am your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, wonderful people. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm sitting in my car recording this episode, and I'm thinking about how this week it's been so much more difficult for me to find something to speak about. And it's not that I don't have, I have a master list of like 200 ideas of things to do a podcast on, but I felt like it was really necessary for me to be very specific about what I spoke on this week. So I really hope that whoever this podcast is for, you know that I love you and I've been kind of, uh, having a hard time nailing down what I was supposed to say until just now. I was thinking about a friend who a couple months ago I had a conversation with, and then I was thinking about another friend who a couple months before that I was having a conversation with, and then I thought about a third friend who a couple months before that I had a conversation with, and they all said the same thing. I feel like I'm in a spiritual slump. And Each one of them had a different reaction to it, but I know exactly how this feels to have this idea of being in a spiritual slump, almost like you're doing the things that you feel like you should be doing, should, we'll talk about that word another day, and um, you're, you know, reading your scriptures, saying your prayers, going to church, trying to serve but it feels like you're pedaling with nothing to pedal against and you're almost just hanging midair. A spiritual slump is normal. It's something that I think happens to everybody and it doesn't mean that you are a bad, terrible person. What it means is you've gotten to a point spiritually where you need to do something new or up-level your spiritual game. I have found that when I am in a spiritual slump, I have to do three things. Meditate, educate, and activate. So let's first talk about meditate. Meditation is an active way that we are able to pray and to align ourselves with God. When we meditate, we can truly figure out what we're really thinking. I have a lot of anxiety. I'm sure that you can tell that just by listening to this podcast. (laughs) But I have a lot of anxiety. And um, when I get really anxious, my husband has me do this exercise. He says, okay, tell me all the things. And so I sit and I tell him every possible thing that's in my head. And he, and sometimes he'll go, okay, keep going. Is there more? And then I try to keep, uh, keep going with all the things that could possibly come out. And then when we get to the end, he says, okay, now what things do you want to talk about? And I think that meditation for me has kind of been the same experience. I don't just try to be completely still in my brain I actually kind of word dump to Heavenly Father. I tell him every single thing 
I pour out my whole heart and soul to him. And then at the very end, Heavenly Father, I can feel him saying, okay, now what things do you want to talk about? And then we talk about certain things. And then after I say all the things I could possibly think of, and then I tell him all the things that I specifically want to talk about, then I wait and I say, okay, now what do you have to say about that? And sometimes thoughts will come and sometimes I'm just filled with peace. But meditation is an active form of communicating with Heavenly Father. I believe this is my definition of it. After I meditate and I connect with myself and with Heavenly Father, figure out what I'm truly thinking about, worrying about, feeling, I then go to the step of educate. I educate myself spiritually. 2 Nephi 32 verse 3 says that if we feast upon the words of Christ, they will tell us all the things that we should do. All the things. All of them. Every single one of the things. That means that if we feast upon the words of Christ, we will receive inspiration about our child who's struggling in school or our chronic health problems or direction in life or our heartbreak or our heartache or our friend who's going through a really difficult time or through whatever possible thing could be happening in our life. We will be told all the things if we feast upon the words of Christ. And I was thinking about feasting, and I think the best feast that I usually have is like Thanksgiving, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of turkey, so if I really want to think about a feast, I'm thinking about Mexican food. I'm thinking about Mexican food with a lot of cheese and a lot of deliciousness, maybe even steak. And I am not just cutting in and taking a couple bites. I am eating it, enjoying it, and grateful for every single bite. I try not to what about Bob while I eat my food and just go, mmm, 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 because, you know, that's a really rough thing. And I can't stand when people do that while they eat. But while I'm reading my scriptures, I found that if I'm truly feasting, I am having reactions to the things that I'm reading. I'm getting excited. I'm getting totally amped up. And I'm wanting to share those things with other people. I'm wanting to not only um, eat the spiritual steak for myself, but I'm wanting to share it with the people around me. I find that when I'm feasting upon the words of Christ, I'm being filled. And I'm filled with goodness. After we are feasting upon the words of Christ, we are told that we will be given direction in all the things. And I feel like that's a really good promise. Um, There's a scripture that says, Behold, I will tell you in your mind and in your heart by the Holy Ghost, which shall come upon you and which shall dwell in your heart. Behold, this is the spirit of revelation. Behold, this is the spirit by which Moses brought the children of Israel through the Red Sea on dry ground. And that's such a cool scripture because we can know the things that we need to do because we will be told them and then we will feel it in our mind and in our heart. 
So while we educate, we don't have to worry and question about the things that we are being told because they are being confirmed in our minds and in our heart. Pretty awesome. And last of all, we are to activate. And activate just means to do. So if we're given a prompting while we're educating ourselves, we just need to follow through and do it. The other day, I felt prompted to do something that was terrifying to me. It was so scary. And if I told you, you would just laugh. But in my personal situation, it was one of the scariest things that I've ever done. And later when I told my husband that I went and I did it, he was so proud of me. He said, oh my goodness, I cannot believe that you did that. And he knew what a big deal it was that I followed through with that prompting. But it confirmed to me once again that God is bigger than my anxiety. He knows the things that I can do. He knows the things I'm capable of. And if he prompts me to do something, he's not going to leave me hanging. He's going to be there with me the whole time. And I totally faced a fear. It was amazing. If we are activating all of the things that we have meditated about and educated about, we can truly change our lives. We can do the things that Heavenly Father has educated us to do. And we can be brave because we've been told in our minds and in our hearts all the things that we need to do. If you are feeling like you're in a spiritual slump, know that you are not alone. Know that you are in good company but that there is a way to get through it. And there's a way to not just get through it, but to thrive and to move forward and to up level. You just got to try something new. I love you and I hope you're having a wonderful day and I hope it just gets better. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Would you like to connect with us further? Find us on Instagram at The Latter Day Ladies or on Facebook at The Latter Day Ladies in our private group. Or find us on our website at www.thelatterdayladies.com. Have an amazing day.